Welcome to the Swamp and Coaches Scout Report podcast like no other. Todd from Casey Gent. What's going on on that side of the swamp, Todd from? Hot him up. All I know, heavy D. Happy 62 birthday today. Hermdale Reynolds. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, sister's youngest and oldest. He will... <laughs> Anyway, happy birthday day. We'll give a holler a little later on. Just hoping that uh, he's uh, going to enjoy it. I just figured he might be going by the Red River, but that might be just me. But I don't know. It's possible. But uh, not only is it his birthday, what else is it today? Well, he shares a birthday with Bobby Gentry. Come she on, was born in 1944. It, it was the 3rd of June, another sleeping duck today. That's the one. Some people out there picking cotton, others all in hay, but Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Yeah, he did. When he found out, what? The Rangers didn't win. No, I'm <laughs> sorry. What else you got going? It's National Chicken Finger Day. Get out of here. Uh, Mama's in the kitchen. Cooking chicken fingers. Yeah, yeah right. There we go. Hey, that will be a good one to celebrate with. Pick out your favorite place. Julio's Chick-fil-A, Raisin Cane's. Raisin Cane's, if you buy a meal on the app, you get a free chicken finger today. So. Come on. I'll give you the chicken finger. All, All right. right. The, the one. Oh, I got you. There you go. You get that sauce with it? Hope so. I love it. I like that stuff. What do you know today? Well, it's Bob Seeger Day in here in the swamp. It is. Yeah, he's just a rambling, gambling man. I want to make sure we do know it's Bob Seeger in the Silver Bullet Band. S-E-G-E-R. Not S E E T E R, because when Pete Seeger died a few years ago, uh, it came across with all these places that Bob Seeger, but he had to correct them on it, that he's still alive and well and going. And if you ever see one of the concerts, you'll know why. Bob Seeger, an American singer, songwriter, musician. He's in the Detroit area, he's also an artist. He performed, recorded, uh, as Bob Seger and the last heard of Bob Seger's system throughout the 60s, breaking through with his first album, Rambling Gambling Man, in 1968. Some of the songs, old time rock and roll. Of course, in the movie, Tom Hanks comes sliding across there. And, uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, Tom Hanks. He could have done it too. <laughs> he could have. But uh, yeah, Tom Cruise in that movie. Risky Business. Risky Business. Yeah. That's it. But that song, you know, got him back into kind of really going. I don't know if he ever went away. And then Turn the Page, still the same. Hollywood Nights, Roll Me Away, Shame on the Move. You've got Night Booze. <laughs> you know, here's another thing. I know Nephew Armadale likes old Bob Seeger, and he was telling about a man that he met where he plays some recreational card game sometime that actually was a roadie for Bob Seeger for a while. 
So that's kind of one reason I'm doing Bob Seger today. Uh, traveling man, the fire down under, below. I'm telling you, he's got, he will rock the room. But anyway, he's uh, 76 years old and he was born in Henry Ford Hospital, Detroit, Michigan. That's so neat. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Well, Bob Seger day today in here. All right, yesterday we got to go and be crazy in a pool and the people I was in there with got to talk about the night before they went to go get them a banana split. And it was a challenge uh, where they went, uh, people were walking out, you know, this the short of help and stuff like that at the local Dairy Queen. So it took them a while and I forgot during all the story that they ever get it, but they were they didn't get it. No, the they never split. got their ice cream. But anyway, well let's talk a little bit about the old banana split. A banana split is American ice cream based dessert consisting of a peeled banana cut in half lengthwise and served with ice cream and sauce between the two pieces. Now, and then people put you know all sorts of things, strawberries, pineapples in them, they cruise with, with uh, whipped cream toppings, stuff like that, sometimes with peanuts and walnuts, if you prefer. Now, it's a kind of not really understood exactly where it got invented at, but I will tell you a couple of the places that claim it, because they have banana split festivals and stuff like that. In 1907, and a optometrist named David Dot Strickler was inspired by the fruit laden Sunday when he was vacationing in Atlantic City in the summer of 1904. So he goes back to Latrobe, Pennsylvania, using the banana fruit, which in those days was shipped to Pennsylvania by a new way of New Orleans. Now, another person from Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Arnold Palmer. Hmm. Well, there you go. Anyway, he claims to have invented the Sunday. Uh, he concocted it, cost 10 cents, and uh, students by nearby St. Vincent College. News of the new variety of Sunday clips quickly spread by word of mouth and through correspondence soon progressed far beyond a trove. Stricker went on to buy a pharmacy, naming it Stricker's Pharmacy, while keeping his office on top where he's looking at you. But Wilmington, Ohio also claims an early connection dating to 1907 when Ernest Doc Hazard created a dessert in hopes of attracting students from Wilmington College to the shop during the slow days of winter. And, uh, but they kind of the, the National Ice Cream Retailers Association certified Latrobe, Pennsylvania as the birthplace of the banana split. Both towns hold an annual festival in honor of the dessert. Walgreens is credited with spreading the popularity of the banana split. The early drugstores operated by Charles Rudolph Walgreens in the Chicago area adopted the banana split as a signature dessert. There's also banana split pies and stuff like that but anyway the banana split got a history if you can get one right yeah they taste 
probably pretty good. You do a lot of things with what you want. The banana split. They, uh, I mean, people go nuts for the banana split. Yeah, whatever bananas is. Miss Lombardi always comes up in there once in a while with a wit and whistle. This don't take long. The man on top of the mountain didn't fall there. <laughs> is it pretty good? You gotta work to get there. I got a new Texas monthly the other two days ago or so. And uh, in the, uh, we do that little news thing. And I'm going to read that. This is just straight right out of it. A dehydrated, underweight alligator was spotted basking in the sun on a Padre Island beach. 400 miles west of where it was tagged in the bayous of Louisiana, puzzling National Park Service rangers who transported it to a rehabilitation center. A 30-year-old woman posed as a 13-year-old daughter to attend a San Elizero Middle School in the girls' place purposely to make a point about lack school security. A physician at the University of Texas Health Science Center at San Antonio invented a straw-like device that a new study found can instantly cure hiccups. An 11-year-old boy from Fort Worth is collecting 500,000 books for disadvantaged children after donating 100,000 meals to families in need last year. When an El Paso woman awoke to find blood seeping from her ceiling and being viewed by her fan, authorities discovered her neighbor's body had been decomposing for days in the apartment above. A video of flashing lights in the sky above Athens prompted some to suspect UFO activity. A Houston man who had been released on bond for a murder charge was taken back into custody by police after he led them on a brief car chase while accompanied by a tiger. So things that happens around the state. And I know you'll just be wild. Yeah. Texas Monthly Magazine. On the cover this month's got Leon Bridges comes home. You just have to get that read that about that yourself, I guess. Well you mentioned the woman impersonating her daughter. There's a man with coronavirus who disguised himself as his wife on an Indonesian flight. And he tested positive for COVID. And so he he wore her clothing, took fake IDs and a negative test result. But the cover didn't last long because the flight attendant saw him change in the restroom on the plane. So they got him. She saw him in the crapper. <laughs> if you ever saw what Brighton Street? Brighton Beach. Yeah, Brighton Beach. Remember, saw me on the crap. <laughs> so he bought the plane ticket with his wife's name and brought the identity card, the negative test results, and the, the vaccine card with his wife's name. All documents under her name, and yep, wore her clothes. They tested him again, and it came back positive. He is currently self-isolating at home, and police said the investigation will continue. So here's an option for the gardener, even though I know she likes going about 80,000 miles an hour on her mower. 
If one doesn't want to use herbicides to control their lawn, what's the alternative to constant mowing and hedge trimming? Well, in olden days, they used goats. In fact, many organic landscapers today use goats as their living weed whackers, immune to all sorts of natural poisons and seemingly unfazed by thorns. They can eat poison oak as easy as we can eat a piece of celery. So what's interesting is in Manhattan's Riverside Park, two dozen goats have been unleashed upon unintended and overgrown brush and weeds in order to avoid having to use chemicals or spending thousands in labor costs. So uh, they started with 24. They're going to get down to, well, they chowed down on Japanese knotweed, noshed on porcelain berries, snacked on multiflora rose, and they easily traversed the hard-to-reach terrain behind and gulped down poison ivy without even giving it a second thought. Uh, so this, the team of 24 goats will eventually be reduced down to five lucky landscapers, and they will live in the park till August 24th, at which time the greatest of all time, get it? goat grading competition will produce a winner who presumably gets the next park all to themselves so there you go they call it the running of the goats well there you go there you go i know reading about history of golf over scotland they had uh, sheep out there grazing along that's kind of how they made the fairways because they didn't have a john deere running over there at those times we got John Deere right over there now, but whatever. Yeah. Well, other than the heat, I did hear there's an opportunity, might be a little rain possibility a little today and tomorrow because of whatever this and whatever that, some kind of index. But I can't help you much more than that. Just try to stay cool out there, hydrate up. This is Big Singer. Big Singer? No. Bob Seeker, remember, was born at Henry Ford Hospital. Now, what was that old Henry said one time? Whether you believe you can do a thing or not, you are right. Hey, have a good day out there today. Make it count. Yeah, we will do our best to try to do that. Make it count out there, y'all. Woo!